I've got about ten seconds to tell you how to get two-for-one tickets for top draw comedy nights near you thanks to our friends at the TV channel Dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. Also, I've got to tell you about how you can win prizes while you're there too. I've run out of time, though. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. I'm with Emily and I'm with Gareth and we're Good live night. from Edinburgh. Woo! Yeah. And Edinburgh live. in Scotland. Mm. And, we uh, know where it is. Well, not everyone now. Never uh, presume. OK. And uh, if, you are, if you assume you are a Hume... That's a lyric what? from a fall track. Alec Douglas oh. Hume. Yeah, I think that's that's the reference. OK. No, I've never quite worked out what it means, but, um, it, yeah, it is a fall lyric. Um, well, yeah, if you want to text us about anything at all, I mean anything, mm. anything, you can text us on 81215. I like that's, it when you get that in early. That number again, 81215. That's for the usual listeners to say, oh, actually, it's more. I feel more at home than I expected. Um, I wandered across here today from my little... Uh, I'm staying with my girlfriend at the moment. I'm yeah. a bit plus one at the moment in Edinburgh. And a uh, lovely walk at seven o'clock this morning. Did that's you a, walk here? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, dear. I walked. Yeah, it's come to this. <laughs> um, I obviously wasn't looking at my what would Emily do pencil, which Emily gave me this morning. <laughs> what would Emily do, it says, question mark. On I the think pencil. we know what she She did. wouldn't walk, and that's the question. No. It was so windy that my, the wind was actually... My eyelids were raising slightly from my eyeballs because of the wind. The wind was getting under them, like some sort of oh. awning. Like, if you could imagine a human mm. flesh awning. Yeah. It was like that. It was like, like sort of yeah, tarpaulin rattles in the wind. Yes, and my eyelids were raising <laughs> from my uh, eyeballs. It was uh, proper windy, I could say. I thought there might be some leakage of either aqueous or vitreous humour at one point, <laughs> but no, it all stayed in place. So that would have been scary. <laughs> But, um, yes, it's lovely. I tell you, this, if, for anyone who's never been to the Edinburgh Festival, mm. it's, it's a special event, isn't oh, it? Oh, yeah. Mm. It's a special event. And uh, as I walked in today, I saw a lady, and in the distance I could see she was carrying what looked like an enormous doughnut. If you can imagine a big... St- I mean, a, like about three feet across doughnut. And I thought, greedy. Mm. <laughs> and then, as I got closer, I realised it was it was it was material. It was a material sort of a bag. Oh, a fabric donut. It was an elasticated bag of some kind. Oh. I, was, I was still getting a bit closer, still trying to work out what this phenomenon was. And as yeah. I got very, as I was upon her, as it were. Oh dear! Well, it was a big donut. <laughs> um, and I realised that it, what she had was something she'd made probably made herself it was a hula hoop bag oh was it and uh, with several hula hoops probably 20 or 30 ah. in there I'm, I'm not, I don't mean the snack food mm. that'd be a ludicrous <laughs> thing to make wouldn't it? could I have a bag for that I don't like the bags <laughs> they come in I want something uh, something linen <laughs> no so uh, and she looked tired she didn't look like someone because when you walk across Edinburgh that yeah. time of the morning there's people who are on the way out and, mm. and there's, pe- there's people on the way out it's the drink <laughs> And then there's people who are coming back from, you know, party, party. Yeah. And she looked like she'd been out all night hula hooping. Yeah, yeah. And you only ever see that at the Edinburgh <laughs> Festival. I've never seen anyone <laughs> struggling home <laughs> with a hula hoop bag in London. No, I did a gig with a hula woman. So it might be the oh, same one. Oh, now we're calling them hula women. <laughs> she had yeah. That's not very politically correct. <laughs> Is that not? Well, I don't know. Hula person? We're looking at it being the absolute uh, yeah. hula. No, you're all right with that. 
Okay, oh, well, that's good. Don't say slot, it says here. Probably the, <laughs> <laughs> it's probably the same person. What? What, you saying she's a slut of some kind? <laughs> Can I tell you no, what's also very Edinburgh, Sorry? Can I tell you what's also very Edinburgh? I saw a woman dressed in character as a sort of Jane Austen, smoking a fag, <laughs> which I thought really ruined it. Mm. But that is very Edinburgh, you see. They won't take the costumes off. They won't. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I love them for that. So it's, uh, it's all... Lo- How did it go, your gig with the hula hoop woman? It was brilliant. It was Viva Le Cabaret, and it was all sorts of um, different cabaret people. Mm. And a man um, compared it... Des, Des O'Connor, he's called. Is he? Uh, yeah. Is, is, that, not, is that allowed? Not it's allowed. not allowed. I don't um, think you can call yourself by... Well, I mean, what about when these royalties come through from equity? could go <laughs> yeah. to the wrong person. I'm just going to call myself Tom O'Connor and be done with it. Oh, is it? Can you only do it if it's O'Connor? <laughs> I'm going to be Sinead O'Connor. What about that? I shall say something derogatory about the Pope, no doubt, before the morning's through. If I do, I shall wash my mouth out, let me tell you that. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. Oh, Jason will be pleased. He loves, oh, he will. He loves Depeche Mode. That's our Keith's son, and for anyone who didn't know. Yeah, he, lo- he loves them. Yeah. My favourite um, mode. They're your favourite <laughs> mode? Mm. Well, what about Professor Mark Commode, who died <laughs> this week? Why don't you have some respect? Already, oh, no, it wasn't already Ma- it he's been replaced. Wasn't it wasn't it Mark, Mark Commode? It was Frank Commode, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's right. Mark Commode's the one with the he's surfer. The one like. He's yeah, got the yeah. surfer on his fringe. Yeah, him. Simon Mayo. No, he's still alive, apparently. Mm. you think that would have been... I saw it in the paper, Mark Commode's still alive, was the headline. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. So, um, it's gone very fallish today mm. um, we had speaking of the fall yeah uh, we had a, a strange experience didn't we on uh, but which were we, one were we on the royal mile or were we on nicholson street in, i think we we're on nicholson street. we were yes, i think we right. were on the corner of south and chambers which is how i like to talk about streets mm. in edinburgh like it's new york oh, okay <laughs> and um well we a drunken man fell over now we've got to be straight with you <laughs> that's not a big event in edinburgh um and he went. He really went down quick, though, didn't he? Oh, he went. His head hit the ground with that. Yeah. Oh. But what was nice, Frank, yeah. was when he did go, he didn't. I'm look not saying me. it wasn't nice. <laughs> <laughs> not for a second. Don't put words in my mouth. When he did go, he didn't look in any hurry to get up. He looked like he was settling down for the night, like he was pulling a little duvet over him, snuggling le- down. He looked like a man. When he was on the ground, he looked like a man leaning against a wall. <laughs> and I think he'd completely lost his sense of what was up and what was down. Yeah. So, uh, but um, I didn't, I wasn't too troubled. He, I mean, it, he fell over, he fell over hard and I thought, you know, it happens. And um, he did have the obligatory mate helping him. There's yeah, always a friend, yeah. isn't there? Come on, me. Yeah, you can just about stand up. <laughs> uh, it's a great sense of the uh, the blind leading the blind. Anyway, that was, like I say, it wasn't a big deal. We were just standing talking, and this happened as a kind of a... Ba- it was sort of atmos to yeah. our conversation. Then I looked around. <laughs> oh, my goodness. There was a man bounding at me, wielding an enormous stick. Oh, God, I thought, I thought a Quidditch player had dropped from the skies. <laughs> And, um, I mean, we shouldn't laugh because it was a terrible... What had happened? And now, you know, I don't think I've ever seen this before. And um, a, a blind man um, had... he tripped. He must have been doing travelling at quite a pace. Um, mm. But he tripped on the kerb, I think. And he, you know when you trip and you have to really yeah. run to stay yeah. upright? And, of course, he had the stick. And I looked and he was, he yeah. was at me. 
and I was oh, I was really startled yeah. for a second. And suddenly, um, it felt like everyone in the world was falling over except us. I know, us. except for us. Yeah. Well, maybe there was some... Maybe it could have been like a sort of... It was like there was an Edinburgh street show of the yeah. various reasons one might fall over <laughs> in the street. Drunkenness, blindness. Do you know what happened, Frank? When, after we said our goodbyes to you at that point, you decided to make your excuses and leave, like mm. Mazay and Mahmood. I think I just made one excuse. <laughs> I think it was uh, tedium, the tedium of the conversation. <laughs> <laughs> and um, as we were walking past, we still had to navigate the drunk man who was lying on the pavement. Can I say uh, to any of our listeners, the blind man didn't actually fall. He managed no. to stay up, yeah, which, yeah, which was good news. Yeah, he regained but he was, his footing. He was, he was like a missile. Yeah. <laughs> But um, Gareth, who was with me, I was with Daisy, the producer, and Gareth's wife, and he, and uh, Gareth said, I said, oh, I'm a bit scared. And Gareth went, well, don't look at me. I'm no good in these situations. You're on your own. I but felt so true. unsafe. But what are these situations <laughs> when the whole world falls over? I mean, does that qualify as a, as a situation? Well, I thought the earth had fallen from its axis, hmm. and, I, and the, I had the tremor hadn't reached me yet, and I thought everything was going to go over. Like one imagines. I don't, I've always imagined that when the Titanic hit that iceberg, it was a tragic thing, and many lives were lost, and I'm not making light of it, but I'd like to have seen all those penguins fall over. <laughs> that would have been, oh, just, just the best thing. Monfield and Sons, uh, the cave. Is that what it's called? Yeah, the cave. Oh, hello, mm. lovely, nice, cosy cave with a big mm. log fire and people in skins talking. <laughs> and the banjo. People in and skins talking. People in skins talking, yeah. That was, it's the new Channel 4 publicity <laughs> campaign. <laughs> skins goes to the radio. Um, oh, we've had a lovely text message. Mm. What, on 8, 12, 15? Yeah. Um, Frank, there's not enough... That was a hint, by the way, to anyone mm. who's listening. 8, 12, 15, Text message 8, 12, 15, you said, you see. Frank, there's not enough reference to aqueous and vitreous humour on the radio. Good work. Sally, optometrist, Western Supermare. Well, that's lovely, isn't it? Oh, that was a reference to your little... Uh, you were saying earlier on that you'd walked in and your eyelids had lifted off. Yes. <laughs> yes, exactly. Essentially. Yeah, thanks for that little uh, reprise. <laughs> And God, you're here. That's lovely. Is, is that a, a way of saying there isn't enough humour on the show? Is that is that what she's getting at? Yeah. I say, is that what she's getting at? Can I you don't think me? so. Oh, she's being positive. No, she's she is. Positive. I appreciate it. Thank you. Mm. I, I love the fact that a professional has acknowledged that. Mm. Um, we've also had a lovely email during the week. An email? Hi, yes. Hi, Frank, Gareth and Emily. This week... Hi. I'd rather oh, you hadn't said we'd had it during Hi. the week. Right, See, if you'd so, intimated it had come this morning, that would be like there was a hot bed of communication. Now you feel like, oh, God, we, we better use something <laughs> that's come during the week, because nothing's coming in today. Well, the, the it better sound desperate in some way. The problem is, because we're in Edinburgh, we can't actually get emails. Oh, do they so not have emails here? No, oh, not at all. Well, we, I didn't well, realise that. We can't do that. They don't want the administrational backstory. Let's just read the email. they have chain <laughs> mail here, still. <laughs> <laughs> I wear it Fridays and Saturday evenings <laughs> on the way home I wear it in Edinburgh while smoking a fag yes well no because people can't email in that's what I'm saying okay. stop going on about the admin <laughs> and read the email this week I went to a poetry this is the email now ok oh. I, I didn't think you were just telling us a story you were too <laughs> declamatory in your manner <laughs> This week I went to a poetry reading on the shore in Connecticut and the poet oh. opened with 
Alfred Edward Houseman. Did you think not using the initials would get under the wire? You were mistaken. <laughs> New listeners, by the way, should um, should know that there is a thing on Absolute Radio where if you mention A.E. Houseman, the poet, a siren goes off. Now, I can yeah. say it now because you're the first mention on the show, the siren goes, and then after that, you're all right. You can go A.E. Houseman crazy. But um, I thought we'd be all right in Edinburgh, but obviously because we're broadcasting on Absolute, the rules still apply. Yeah. Yeah. You never know. You can't ever... Carry on. They're in Connecticut as well. Yeah, so in Connecticut, and the poem opened with A. Houseman, and this other person in the audience made the imitation of the air raid siren. (gasps) In Connecticut? Oh, my God. The poet was a bit startled, but the person explained, "It's, it's a Houseman Skinner thing. That's not something that we said explain. <laughs> it was oh, fabulous. Oh, that's lovely. Yeah. Mm. So there was two wow. people in the audience because obviously the person who emailed us, um, Samantha. That was Samantha. So Samantha and the other person, mm. two people in a Connecticut poetry reading, <laughs> listen to this show. <laughs> well, truly, we have arrived. That makes me very happy. Um, Frank, um, I've got another... Can I say she was pointing to a picture of a man with uh, <laughs> in just speedos on when she said that? For those of you who think she's gone very cultural. Well, we're going to have to stop it because it, this, this is a bit of a big moment for the show. I'm gonna, Instead of just playing off the computer, oh, the yeah. music, I've actually got to put a CD in. Oh, wow. 1974. Yes. How are you? Welcome to North of the Border. <laughs> so, um, it, this, uh, you might be able to hear the click of this going in. I hope it's not scratched or anything. I did hear the click. You hear the click. Oh, marvellous. It's like Kid Jensen. And with any luck, a red light has come on, which is a good sign. With any luck, this will be, um, well, it's actually one of my choices. It's the Suzuki's, who I rather like. And uh, if there's a silence after this, that's not the record. (laughs) It's the CD player. Here we go. I'm quite excited about you. Lovely. Do your be go-go! Yeah, absolutely fantastic. That was reasons for leaving by the Suzuki. So I'll just um, I'll just eject that. Mm. <laughs> <sighs> I quite like the manual I love approach. It. Well, I've often said that. <laughs> it's like when I used to tape the charts off the radio. Oh yeah, well, yeah. We'll, we'll be playing from cassette next week. <laughs> I think to fast forward that to find the right track. So. Um, what else? Well, we had an email in this week, Frank. And do you remember you were talking about your... Um, well, I don't know if it was a massage experience. I better let you explain what it was. Yeah, for those of you thinking, oh, this will be good. <laughs> I just said I went to a, a, a relaxation room in a kind of a spa place on holiday. Yeah. And I got as relaxed as I've... I'm so relaxed that I, I released... Anyway, so I... Um, Afterwards, I was in the bar and someone was playing Autumn Leaves, you know, yeah. the Autumn Leaves. And I got, um, I felt so relaxed, marvellously. And then uh, a few days later, I heard Autumn Leaves again, completely out of context, and felt mega relaxed mm. again. Well, in, a, in a very strange I well, can I'll give you an why. example, just as a little example for those of you who don't quite understand. I felt my shoulders have gone lower when this has come on. Oh, goodness sake, how? No, that doesn't help. Oh, oh, no. It's like I'm imploding. I worked with Basil Brush once, and in rehearsal, the bloke who operated... Some name-dropping. The bloke who operated Basil Brush took his hand <laughs> I got off. off with Sooty. You don't hear me going on about it. 
And when he took his hand out, Basil Brush was left there, but all limp and <laughs> imploding, and that's what I feel like. I feel like an unhandled Basil Brush. <laughs> oh, I love Basil Brush. Anyway, so this, this email. Oh, yeah. So, it's from Dr Sarah Johnson... And she says, Frank's Scandinavian experience was an example of classical conditioning, a form of learning in which a, pr a response, relaxation, is elicited by a neutral stimulus, autumn oh, leaves, I'm loving this. which previously had been presented in conjunction with the stimulus that originally elicited the response. <laughs> Spa we've, lost, we've lost half the listeners, but keep going. <laughs> Spa treatment slash yoga music slash comfy chair. You know there's absolute listeners at home going, where's White Snake? <laughs> Yeah, and that's I see. So, so it, it's a, it's a, because of, I heard that music when I was very very relaxed. Yes. When I'll always associate that music with relaxation from now on. Well, as Sarah says to surmise, it is absolutely an example of Pavlovian conditioning, following the work of Ivan Pavlov, a Russian physiologist in the 1920s. Of course. So that's what you had, Frank. Salivating dogs and all mm. that. Yeah. Well, that's. Uh, I'm loving it. I tell you what I love about this is that Dr. Sarah Johnson, um, chartered clinical psychologist. I like the fact that she's mm. been chartered. I mm. imagine men with ropes <laughs> going across <laughs> and making notes. <laughs> but also, she's from, uh, she's from Guernsey. Mm. Oh, is that Bergerac? Oh, no, he's the other one. Um, no. I can't remember which oh. one he is. It's a Channel Isle. But, yeah. um, I, one feel, I don't know what the population of Guernsey is. I imagine it's about 11. And someone's, one of us is going to have to be a chartered clinical psychologist. <laughs> Sarah? Well, I don't know anything. Just do it. It'll be fine. We'll, there'll be a book. I imagine she just wanders around seeing if everyone's okay. Yeah, on, I bet, I bet she's in chat. Guernsey's Olympic team as well. I think they all are. <laughs> Everybody's in it. So, um, by the way, we've got um, Arge Barker is our guest today. Um, an American comedian. We all went to see his show the other night, <gasps> and thank goodness it was marvelous. Thank God we loved it. Yeah, we didn't have to lie this yeah. week. That's <laughs> always good. Not that, I don't think we've, we've. I think we've lied. Twice we have over lied the before. Years. We have. Yeah. So uh, she also says that Dr. Sarah Johnson, that when you heard um, the only way is up <laughs> on that, um, when you had a meal in the sky and were frightened, that yeah. that, you always associate that with fear as well. As I just started singing it, I did feel a bit scared. <laughs> I remember that song. Um, I remember oh, when that song go. was out. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was my it was on my birthday, and um, my dad had taken me out to buy me a skateboard, mm. and that song was on the radio. So in the, the shop. only way he's down would have been more appropriate. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly, because my dad always likes really novelty things. So in pro instead of getting me a proper length skateboard, he got me this really short, thick, oh, like trick skateboard, stubby. Yeah, oh. and it was in just incredibly dangerous. Yeah. It was very hard to stand on. How old on. were you at the time? I was probably about eight. Well, well I and, suppose um, he got one to, to match your size, is what he did. No, yeah. But I think the longer it is, the easier it is to stay upright on it. That's your right? excuse. We've got loads of school I pictures so. I mean, with Eventually us. it becomes some sort of a, a boardwalk. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not, it's, not a, it's not a thingy at all. What am I doing now? What am I doing, Daisy? Um, are we going to have a text in? What? Are we going to have a text in? A text? <laughs> yeah. Are we going to have a text in? What are, what, I think you've got me a mistake with Mystic Meg. <laughs> I don't know if we're going to have a text in. I've begged. I've begged the people. I've said 8, 12, 15 about 100 times. We've had three texts, two of which were abusive. And now you're saying we're going to have a text in. I've no idea. We're in Scotland, mate, but they don't reach. Oh, I'm scratching now. I've lost... 
I've got too much. What's happening next? Well, I think do you want me to play some music? An ident. Why do you want not? me to play an ident? Thank yeah. God we've yeah. got there. I'm terribly sorry, everyone. I, I'm under a lot of pressure here, and I've, <laughs> I've got a slight cold. <laughs> not that you care about that. I'm going to play number ten ident. What do you think about that? <laughs> you all right with that, Daisy? <laughs> Don't stand over me glowering. I hate that. I don't like glowering at this early in the Just morning. Just play the music. Is it glowering apart somewhere in Scotland? Is this still happening? <laughs> oh, shut up. This, this is old Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. Da, 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 da. That was obviously Golden Brown by the mm. uh, Stranglers. Well, you say obviously. But I had a friend who was taught by Dr. Karl Popper, the uh, the um, oh yes, I'm familiar with his work. And whenever they said obviously, he would say obvious to who. So oh, that's yeah, what I like about Karl. Hey, put that in your pipe and smoke it. Well, yeah, Arch Barker is our guest yeah, yeah. Um, this morning. He'll be along after the news. For a very very funny comic who we saw after we went to his show the other night. Apparently he's got shades on. That's what the I've word on the street. Got, he's got shades on indoors, so it's a, it's a bit of a mm. big moment for us. And he's mm. with his publicist, who's called uh, <laughs> Tina, I think. No, it's Georgia. 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 Oh, I think she's called Georgia Tina. Because, oh, that's terrible. Because I went in and said, "Don't cry for me," and they they didn't even get the joke. <laughs> Oh, no, no wonder they didn't respond. I'm actually clapping it. I love it so much. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> Thank you so much. So we were talking about um, hearing music and then associating it with something. Um, yeah. So we just wondered if our listeners have got any particular tracks which may remind them of a bad experience or maybe a very good experience. Nothing yeah. rude. I mean, come on, nothing rude. Hey, come on, hey! <laughs> um... So, yeah. So, you know, because I, I love the idea of particularly bad um, associations with uh, yeah. with music, because music is supposed to be about joy. Do you see the the juxtaposition? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so there's that. Oh, you were going to say something, Gareth, I believe. I, I was. Um, we've had a text in saying... Um, this is brilliant news. Mm. <laughs> Do you have any champagne? <laughs> <laughs> there it goes. Hold on. Frank... <laughs> That sounds like the central heating coming on. <laughs> that was the central heating coming on. I should say it's seven below in Edinburgh today. Very cold. It's lovely Maybe. here. Go on, read this text. Frank, you have just succeeded in making me chuckle. Nice oh. one. Which more I've DJs? I've been on air forty-nine <laughs> minutes. <laughs> <laughs> nice one. Which more DJs could learn to have a laugh on air? You know, I, you're right. <laughs> I think I might be onto something here. <laughs> I, I like Bath. that it's quite admonishing to the other DJs. Yeah. There. All Sorry, other who, DJs set, who set that in? From Paul in Bath. Okay. What, in the city or has he just cut off? He's <laughs> <laughs> having a quick rinse. <laughs> he says, please play Absolute Beginners by David Bowie, which we won't. Well, we, but, um, we don't. But I like the fact he's got Absolute yeah. in the title. That's mm -hmm. a good oh, idea. Oh, yeah. Says he's the, very on brand. I wonder if it was the first track played on Absolute, because it would have been Absolute Beginners, mm. would have been perfect, wouldn't it? I don't know if yeah. they'd have thought that through. Uh, don't get me wrong, I love the suits upstairs at Absolute, but oh, yeah. I'm not sure whether that level of planning would have gone into it. But just just for you, uh, we're absolute beginners. <laughs> there you go. Oh, that gave me the Very creeps. Yeah. Um, Frank, yes. I saw a site this week which made me feel quite sick. Sorry, mm. but you just shouldn't walk in on me like that. <laughs> She, she never knocks. She doesn't knock. Mind you, your your house, I think, just has a beaded curtain, doesn't it? I noticed that. Yeah, it's, it reminds you of those chip shops they used to go with as a youth. There's a flashing neon sign as well. It says models. Um, so anyway, 
I saw a, the site that I saw this week that I'd like to share with you guys. Mm-hmm. I saw a man when I went to a gig. What was it, Daisy? What was the gig? Um, gutted the musical. Went to Daisy's see all over this show like a rash this morning. I know, she's building up a part. And um, I saw a man with a t shirt. Mm. And do you want to know what it said on that t shirt? Is it clean? Yeah. Okay. But it's r- repulsive. Oh. It said, if found, please return to pub. And I thought. It said it in that accent. <laughs> I feel if the t shirt could <laughs> speak, it would have had that voice. And I thought, I never ever want to speak to you. To the man who was wearing that. Yeah. Do you understand that? No, I know what you mean. I, that, uh, there are certain. I don't know if I'm. I think slogan t shirts I might stop wearing altogether. I wore. A friend bought me a t shirt. A very kind gesture. He bought me that from his holiday in America. And I haven't. I, that's about three months ago. And I only wore it this week uh, for the first time. And it said. It sort of summed up all that I think is wrong in the world. It says on it Disney soccer. <laughs> and I wandered around <laughs> like it's it's so so wrong. I'm all about bovril and knitted <laughs> scarves at football matches, and it said Disney soccer. That's and so on you. And also, if you see anyone in a cat sweatshirt, you know, Cats the musical. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I mean that. No, I think cool. it'd be all right to punch them in the face legally. <laughs> I think you'd get away with it in court. There'd be a wave of public sympathy. Do you know what I hate? Um, That's I- why I think Andrew Lloyd Webber looks like that. <laughs> Years of being punched in the I fight. don't like it when women wear those T-shirts going 100% sex goddess. Oh, no. And I think, we'll be the judge of that, love. Yeah, I saw a woman, a very attractive young woman, mm. to be fair, in Bournemouth. Mm. Richard's oh, country, as okay. I like to call it. Uh, and uh, her T-shirt said, forever beautiful. Oh. And I thought, have I got stuff to tell you about, <laughs> what, about the meaning of the word forever? <laughs> I hope she's wearing that when she's 60 and looking <laughs> in the mirror and thinking, oh, I was so wrong! But now I am like a withdrawn prune. Frank, that's really mean. Okay. Maybe someone will still find her beautiful at 60. Oh, yeah, I'm not saying that someone will. Actually, it's anyone who would wear a forever beautiful t shirt <laughs> is not beautiful on the inside. That's what it seems oh, to yeah, me. Oh, yeah, fair enough. I've been wrong before. I mean, when I... I don't know about you, I, de- I developed high-rise housing in the 60s. That was me. <laughs> and at the time, I thought, oh, man, this is going to... And, you know, looking back, I'll be honest with you, I think it was a mistake. And we've had some texts in saying uh, associations with music. Um, Sigh from PGL. Associations with Muse. That's your summary of the film. <laughs> yeah. I mean, for God's sake! I also like that the text is saying associations with music. Well, let's not pick on Gareth. It was his oh, birthday yeah. this oh, week. Oh, why change the <laughs> habit of a lifetime? <laughs> well, I don't know about a lifetime. It might seem like a lifetime to you. No, but I like it when he goes all John Gilgood like that and dramatic. <laughs> anyway... <laughs> What 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 are the texts? Sai from PGL in Merchants Hill, who is a regular texter. Texter, I think it's Sai from PGL. Yeah, I think oh. his parents get lost. And we've been it's down this road before. Charitable organisation. Yeah. Um, was dumped at a good Charlotte gig. 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 <laughs> I've got I've stuck four years ago, and now can't listen to Good Charlotte's Boys, Girls, and Boys. Boys, oh. Girls, and Boys. Oh. Hmm. 
Girls and boys. Oh. Don't at a gig. How does that happen? Because it's a gig. There's not much room for conversation. I don't there? think it's working. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> what? I don't <laughs> think it's working. <laughs> That's what it must have been like. No, That's terrible. why they do it. So you can't have a proper conversation. Did, did did she go? Did, did she just go and stand in another part of the gig? <laughs> yeah. I mean, she wouldn't have stayed at his side <laughs> after that. That would have been terrible. Oh, yeah. What would you do? Well, oh, suddenly you're the only one who's not dancing because you've just been dumped. Oh. I once got done before a gig though because the guy just didn't turn up it was a Paul Weller gig and I waited and I waited and he just never came that's quite bad isn't it mm-hmm. yeah I don't know if that classes has been dumped does well it, it is because I never really saw him again Stood I never up. knew what happened but that's the trouble with the internet don't you think <laughs> <laughs> well how dare you <laughs> sorry Frank he was an actual man that I knew oh I'm a Susan oh, I thought he might be a like, 51 year old Malaysian <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, <laughs> just imagine it. <laughs> yes, carry on. Matt says I have a terrible link with most sting tracks. Don't we all? My wife, not wanting to waste money she spent on the tickets, made me go to a sting concert when I had proper flu. Ooh. I hear Roxanne now. I break into a cold sweat. Yeah, I hear Roxanne now. <laughs> I'm unable not to join <laughs> in. It's so high. You just think I'm, I'm going to go with him, right? Even if you don't want to. I don't think he should anyway. Um, We'll be back after the news with... Um, well, we no, no one can say that. God willing. Mm. We'll be back after the news with uh, with the fabulous Arge Barker. This is Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. Has it ended? I mean, how are you supposed to know? That's what I always ask at the end of every relationship. Oh, no. <laughs> yes, it's funny. It's called Before I Fall to Pieces <laughs> by um, Razorlight. By the Scottish man in the street the other day. Yes. I, I understand um, it had blood on his head after, after that fall, you were saying. Yeah. Oh, well, I wanted to no. help, but then I did say quite loudly, there's a bouncer at a nightclub. Is this, uh, this is his jurisdiction. <laughs> it is, yeah. I felt it was his area. They must deal with that a lot, I would exactly. have thought. So, um, yes, this is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. We're, I'm with Emily, I'm with Gareth. We're live in Edinburgh. Our guest is Arge Barker, who'll be in in a minute. Um, I don't think there's any other news today, is there? No. I don't know if he's got his shades on still. I hope he takes them off. I, I hope he wears them for the show. Do I don't you? think we've ever had anyone on <laughs> who's worn shades for the whole... I think, well, we had Roy Orbison on earlier yeah. in the series. Yeah. Orbison kept them on. And Peters yeah. and Lee, the man from Peters and Lee, kept them on. Yeah. Di. Yeah. <laughs> Di, uh, Di, Di Lee. She, she was all right. But, um, yeah, he was... Uh, Stevie Wonder, strangely enough, he wore those... Um, those ones with like the uh, the vertigo things that make you look a bit dizzy, like <laughs> mm. spirals. Well, I yeah. think someone had put them on. Oh, uh, practical joke! I hate, yeah. hate that. Did you read um, what a story this was? Yeah, a woman at um, Disneyland in Orlando. Um, she claims, and I have to. This is a sensitive subject. I have to put it. Um, she claimed that Donald Duck. You know, hmm. you know the duck. I'm familiar with his work. Donald yeah. Duck. Yeah, Donald Duck. I mean, the 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 sort of character that wanders around. You know, they wander mm. around at yeah. Disneyland. Yeah. Um, groped. He groped her up. Her, uh, he groped her chest. Oh, I'm going to call it her chest. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Uh, the actual. I mean, the character that one. Asso- I mean, one associates Disney with with purity and stuff. <laughs> this is alleged, by the way. So he mm. might not have yeah. done it. I say he, who knows who's in there? You said a legend, you didn't say he was a legend. Well, he is a legend. <laughs> I don't think there's any Donald Duck ledge. I've heard that. So I think someone was telling me where to put my Donald Duck 
Marvel at the time. But, um, yeah, she said not only did he grope her chest, mm -hmm. but afterwards he threw up his hands <laughs> as if he, as she said, as if he knew he'd done something wrong. <laughs> <laughs> he made a She said her name was April, I think it's April Magalon, actually. And, April Magalon. Yeah. And she says um, he made a joking gesture as if to indicate he knew he'd done wrong. No, so he, he remained in Do you think that's what he did? He remained in character is what he did. Yeah, yeah, but Donald Duck did that. So what did he do? What you think? You're only guessing this, Frank. You don't know what he actually did. No, it, she said he threw up his hands as if he knew he'd done something like, wrong. Like, oh, I can, no. I, can, I, can, I did the mime then. And to what end? Maybe, <laughs> maybe he held his hand over his mouth to look a bit coy like mouth. they do. Mouth, you beak, say? Beak, Do you know what I like? Frank. Well, oh, yeah, but come <coughs> on, it's a bit early in the morning. Frank, um, so she's suing for $50,000, but do you want to know a list of her symptoms that she says she suffered as a direct result of the duck growth? Of, of course. Oh, so yes. Anxiety, headaches, nausea, cold sweats, insomnia, nightmares, <laughs> flashbacks, and digestive problems. Really? Wow. Yeah. I like digestive problems. Dicky tummy. Ducky tummy. No. <laughs> No foul pest. <laughs> Bird flu. Avian <laughs> flu, she's claiming. <laughs> I bet he did that when he did it. How terrible. He's quite a mischievous character. Well, he's, though, the, he's the one. Donald, isn't it's he? It's going to be yeah. to me. If a woman said yeah. to me, I had my chest grabbed by a Disney character, he'd be my first port of call. Let's put yeah. it that way. I don't, really? th I don't think Mickey would be interested. Well, Mickey, I think, too. He Does he wear trousers, Mickey? What's that got yeah. to do with anything? Does Donald not wear trousers? No, 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 he just wears a shirt. He's, he's, he's ever ready. Mm. Oh, it's like the hair bear bunch, just with a belt, a low slung belt. Oh, you know who I would have suspected? Chip and Dale, they're pesky. Really? Yeah, they've got that look in their eyes, haven't yeah, they? Yeah, but they're a bit. I always imagine they're a bit young. For, I, I, they're probably in their fifties now. <laughs> truth, truth be told. Whereas the mouse, I, you wouldn't get it with the mouse. No. No, he's a he's a bit effeminate for a start. Mm. I think you'd. I mean, I'm not saying that as a bad thing. But um, I've always <laughs> thought that about him. Um, so, um, yes, I'm going to play The Fall. Right. Oh, in honour of The Falls, we in saw. In honour of The Fall. I think oh. it's about, it's been a week. We had an email, didn't we? Oh, did we? Um, guess what, Frank? Marky e. Smith lives near me and drinks in my local, and his dad was our plumber. I enjoy your radio station, <laughs> your humour is a tonic, and I love it when you play a song from The Fall. See ya, Joe. Aww. Thanks for that, Joe. I like the Marky e. Smith's dad was their plum. You've got a bit of a stoppage <laughs> in your S-Bell now. <laughs> Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. It's the end. That is the end. It just ends a bit like that. That was um, Pacifying Giant by the Four. Arge Barker has arrived. I'm here. Oh, ah, my God. He started with oh. a terrible crackle. Oh, my goodness. Well, this is the uh, fourth house. Yeah, th in, uh, that's doing... Yeah. That microphone's doing the thing again. Are we you allowed should... to say where we are? Yes, of it's course. I've, I've got an idea. I think Arne should cuddle up to me and share my microphone. Oh, that's a great idea. Mm. I'm on a, a, a antique radio from the 40s. <laughs> <laughs> so I kind of like it, ones you got to crank. In any, any minute now, you're going to say that you, you've declared war on Germany. <laughs> This is the news as we know it. <laughs> Attention. <laughs> okay, yeah. yeah you better come oh, over Arch, here. you're going to have to come and sit oh, right up the, close. Going, come come away, going, Come away. <laughs> it's all going Beatles back here. Yeah, give Arch his own mic, for okay. goodness sake. He's the guest. Okay. I'm well, sorry about this, Arch. 
No, no, it's fine. No worries. Can I say that we all went to see your show the other night and we absolutely loved it. We all looked at each other at the end and said, oh, so, I'm so glad he's coming on. Because we oh, it was great. great. It was genuinely great. And I'm not saying that because you're here. No, I appreciate it. It's been really fun. It's, been, it's my first Edinburgh in 10 years. I used to do it, like, from 97 to 2000. Yeah. And I just said, all right, 10 years. I said, I'm ready to go back. Wow. And uh, it's, been, it's been real fun. Because you always hear it's like the heart. Oh, it's so tough. It's the toughest festival. Yeah. It's such a long... Fe- but it's been really pleasurable. I should explain that you're, you, you're not English. For anyone who's thinking, oh, what is, I can't place that accent. Yeah. You're <laughs> actually from San Francisco. Yeah, from that area, yeah. From, from California. and, uh, and uh, But I have worked in the UK a lot. You know, I used to come out of here. I was, you know, we were talking before we went on the air, but I remember uh, working on the circuit. And But you had already kind of stopped doing that. Yeah. You were probably doing... I guess mostly theaters, but it's been a lot of time touring around the UK, so it's yeah. not a strange place to me. Well, I was—I uh, got a feeling there was the crowd were very much, uh, you yeah. know, they they were fans. I think people are coming from all over. Yeah, there's a lot, a few Aussies. I think they were into night. worship at your comedy altar. That was the that was the impression I got. The crowds, are, I mean, look, I they've been great. I can't complain at all. And I should say that the act is—it's—it's very—it's um, an intelligent act. You know what I mean? It's—it's it's not in that kind of the way a lot of comics now feel they have to make really big serious points. It's just that yeah. a, a bit of work is required from the audience. It's intelligent and stupid at the same time. Exactly. That's exactly what it is. That's what I'm. That's, that's my goal. <laughs> that's what. It's a beautiful blend, in that respect. So, um, did you kick? You kicked off then working in in America. And doing clubs there. Yeah, I started there um, quite a while ago. Geez, about 1990. And, uh, yeah, so we're going to about five years, and then I sent a tape over to a couple agents. VHS, that's how long ago it was. <laughs> Marvelous. And one guy brought me over, and that was it. And so I started working internationally. And and uh, now I work... Actually, I work in Australia a lot. That's like... I've, I've read stuff about you in Australia. I mean, you really are a comedy god in Australia. Well... Don't, don't be modest. I would never put it that way, but I would say I have a much higher ratio of fan, probably ten to one. I mean, I can't estimate, but you can look on, like you can go on Facebook, yeah, and when you're the administrator of your page, and you can see where the hmm. so-called the fans are, yeah, that people have signed. I call them supporters. Yeah, as <laughs> think I was, I don't know, fan fanatic. You know, it sounds a little over the top, but yeah. Anyway, you can see in there like ninety. Five plus percent from Australia, so that kind of tells you. Have you ever tried to work out why that is? Well, for me, it was simple. It's just you know what it's like when you know one day you're you're a comic and then you do a TV spot and then you're still a comic, regular comic, and then one day you maybe did enough TV spots and suddenly you've kind of entered the consciousness. Yeah. Like people know, you know, sort of in a weird way they know who you are. Yeah. I mean, you must have gone through that, and it's just sort of like. It just clicks, you know, and then they start lining up. But there must be something special about you and the way Australians think for them to take into you like that. And they're quite a laid-back people, aren't I they? I think we do have a real sort of uh, uh, similar... Maybe I have a, a way of looking at things or a attitude that fits well with that culture. They are really kind of... Because they're intelligent and not stupid. Not too bothered. That's what we're moving towards. Uh, well, yeah, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't want to go on the record. <laughs> no, having said that about yourself, I think they take it as a compliment. But uh, I do love it there. I feel right at home there, so maybe that's a good sign. Definitely. And, uh, yeah, things just worked out. But I do. I actually think to look at it more 
analytically it's because I just was on TV enough just doing spot after spot and since there's only like what there's only like you know four or five main channels that most people have yeah as opposed to the states where almost everyone has cable they've hundred you know hundreds of channels and there's only about I think four hundred people in Australia as well no there's about <laughs> there's about six hundred now because a lot uh, of people have been oh okay six hundred and one I wish I could play Al Green's Getting Mighty Crowded at this point, but I I can't. I'm going to have to play this instead. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Frank Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. Yes, Red Hot Chili Peppers under the bridge. That sounds painful. Beautiful song, isn't it? It is. Thanks for listening. (laughs) <laughs> so we're with Arj Barker. Arj Barker, I should say, to get to get to do the nuts and bolts of this, is on at the um, assembly rooms at George Street in Edinburgh every night at twenty past nine. And yeah. we recommend it. Yeah, I mean now there's only what about seven, eight more shows. Let's see. No, wait. I think nine because I finish next Sunday. So right. yeah, it's already winding down. It goes by quick. Yeah. When you say winding down, though, you're still giving it everything. Let's tell the audience that. Oh yeah, no. It's I'm not still, like an oh, nearly there. <laughs> yeah, it's not like ah. I think, well, let's just let's cut it, let's leave early tonight. You know? <laughs> it's like it's like last day before our vacation. I did this thing that after when we left, I, I you were at the door, which is always I, I always like to get, get out the way quick for it. I'm always frightened someone will come up and say something scary. But um, I just said, oh, that was brilliant, and you just said, oh, thanks. And I thought it was a. I thought I don't know if I knew who I was, but I just I needed to tell him that. Well, you. That's the thing. I mean, I, I've no, I know, I know uh, of you, but I don't think we ever actually worked together. So there wasn't an incident. Uh, no, I don't. I, 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 and I kept it brief because the, the person that stays for the second sentence, you, you always think, "Hold on, where is this going? This uh, yeah. person wants to be my new best friend." Uh, yeah, <laughs> I don't. I, I don't assume that. The only thing is with that theater, there's a, bi- a show after me called Lesbian Bathhouse. Right. And, oh, and fine. They, we didn't know that was on. You yeah. would have stayed for that. <laughs> yeah, it's an enticing title for sure. And they, they come right in because everything's kind of tied together. And they, so, like, the, if the crowd lingers, those girls are trying to set up their stuff on the stage. Yeah. So I sometimes, if people want to chat, which I'm happy to chat, but I'll go outside and sort of Pied Piper the crowd a little oh, bit. Yeah. Yeah. People start gathering. You don't there. want them in the bathhouse. No, yeah. take the party no. outside. Well, I just, I just, yeah, try to clear out because those guys try to get their show started. Yeah. So, so look, Arj, I guess that you're best known in this country for Fly to the Concords. I guess I'm best known generally in the whole world. If it, <laughs> if, if people know of me at all, yeah, because it's a massive most show. likely, yeah, that show is definitely more people probably would know me from that than anything. Uh, when you you run a hardware store, of course. Well, it's a, like a pawn shop. Yeah, like, you know, like. You know, you bring your old stereo or whatever, get a yeah. few bucks. It's not a very great shop, but it is a real shop. Is it? Yeah, we would. They the, they paid someone to kind of clear out for the day when we filmed. Oh, really? Yeah, but they would add in junky stuff and make it look a little worse. They'd like yeah weird stuff like the macrame owl. So it's one could the, go to that shop. As a yeah, people do go there all the time because the fans they yeah. go on a little tour when they're in New York. And they go and talk and uh, people go on a pilgrimage. They get their picture. Yeah, they do. Oh, marvellous. According to the guy, at least... Well, at least they did back when we were filming season two. There's people come by every day, he said. The fans of the show, like... they It's like they, they're they crazy for it. They're like, they love it. Like, yeah. they don't... You don't meet people that go, yeah, that show's pretty good. Yeah. They're like, 
Either they might not know about it, or it's like their favorite show. It's it's like Doctor Who. It it's has like that. It has, it has devotees. That's yeah, what it it's, has. it's a little bit of a cult thing. But anyway, that that was a real nice, um, lucky sort of thing for me. I mean, it's a small part. I play the guy called Dave on the show. Yeah, but you're in it a lot. Yeah, I'm in it a lot for like a couple minutes. Yeah, but that, there's something special about that. I think people love a good, uh, yeah, another regular character. Yeah, no, I, look. I mean, it was the. It's probably one of the easily the one of the coolest things exactly I've ever gotten to do. So, yeah, it was it was a definitely fun. It's finished now. A lot of people. I mean, they c still ask, "Is there a season three? They don't seem to have gotten the uh, the memo. Yeah, about but that. the next thing will be the Christmas special. Whenever people stop doing it, they, they get tempted into a Christmas special. That's the normal thing. Yeah, I mean, you never know. You never know. But right now, everyone's sort of off doing their own bit. Oh. And, uh, Are you sitting by the phone waiting for that moment? Well, no, I stopped sitting by the phone <laughs> when, I, when I saw it in the newspaper. Oh, no. That's but, how you found out. Well, actually, it's like being David there Beckham. Was, there was one false alarm. <laughs> I was in Australia, and this guy's like, oh, yeah, I heard they're doing season three. I was like, no, I don't think so. He goes, oh, yeah, I heard it. Oh, no, you thought they were doing it without uh, you. I, 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 oh, uh, no. I was like, yeah, I definitely, they're definitely doing it. And I thought, oh, really? So they decided to do season three, and they said, let's call Keith from Wollongong. <laughs> tell him uh, tell him the big news be before we actually call the, pe the well, people, people in the show people have got different methods for disseminating information that's the way it goes but he, he was wrong sadly but you know I, I respect those guys to, to kind of say you know we want we want to do other things yeah we've oh, done yeah, a good totally. show because totally. people can't can't always understand but I understand completely I'm, I'm going to play a CD how, how, how retro right. is that yeah CDs are cool <laughs> <laughs> here we I go I remember those Guess what? That was called Fast Forward. I was just calories. chatting to Arge and you interrupted. Oh, I'm sorry. Fast Forward, but on a, on a CD. Well, I guess you can fast forward on a CD. I don't know what I'm talking about. I don't know I'm if you can. I was thinking of tapes. Yeah. yeah. Definitely <laughs> fast forward on a tape. But remember with the cassette tape, the big deal was auto-reverse. That's how you... Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, God, I've like, forgotten all about auto-reverse. You're like, I don't even have to flip it, son. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was like... <laughs> that was like badass. That was a special moment. <laughs> I used to love the disc man. Oh, I like that as well. So after the after the sort yeah. of the original Walkman, the one that actually had a CD in it, and you used to have to walk very tentatively, or it used to jump. Yeah, very. Yeah, yeah. They they were skippy. Yeah. I saw a woman with one of those on the tube the other day and she literally, in order to put her CD on she had to get out this whole suitcase full of <laughs> CDs to change it I love that though, yeah. that, to fight the iPod yeah. generation So Arj, what, there was a time I, I, I read that you were going to do a show with Jimmy Carr Well, What, that happened? Was, that what was... happened to the great lost show? Well you know what it's like when people start working on an idea or a project, it goes so far it might go to just concept or script or even pilot but to actually get on the tv it's you know it's a it's a lot of steps and uh i think i think we started writing the script or we wrote one script but just never i think that could have been, i can see you two as a great combo though you know what i mean and but that was so long ago, of course this was before jimmy you know he was just starting out as a comic it was, it was already really funny and and, that, and that's sort of how we met you know doing shows together well but, he, he used to be my warm-up man yeah, he's a... Uh... He did. Well, he's my showbiz friend, Big Wow. Oh, don't. I thought you'd bring that up. <laughs> I'm going to set up a meet. I think you two, I think you need to resurrect it, Arj. Yeah, well, we're buddies. We're, we're still friends, so if we ever... But he's super busy. 
uh, Tori. We're both, we're both Tori. <laughs> maybe you never know, though. Maybe maybe we'll have a chat about it if he's up for it. I think we maybe should. Maybe this is the... Uh, Maybe this will get back to him. and Yeah, maybe this is the moment. Well, he arrives today, Arge. Now's your moment. You know what's going to happen? Oh, gonna I'm, be I'm getting nervous thinking about it. <laughs> it's going to get made. and there's yeah. gonna be, I'm going to have a show, and there's gonna be, they're going to have to decide on the BBC whether we go with the Skinner show or the Arge oh. and Jimmy. Let's go with Arge <gasps> and Jimmy, and I would have shot myself in the foot oh, this yeah. moment. Well, we'll have you on as special guest. That's <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, exactly. You are the Uncle guest. Jimmy. <laughs> so, um, you also, you have a, uh, an animated series with what? you and your cat. Yeah, that's something I've been doing for a few years with my, a buddy in Sydney. He's this animator, and uh, we just... The way we met is he animated some of my stand-up and sent it to me. Right. I said, this is incredible, because you, you don't expect that. You can see a lot of work went into it. Yeah. And we became buddies, and, uh, and then we worked together. We just put them out. They're like a minute long. They're on the internet. They're called Arjun Poopy. <laughs> and uh, they're just, Do you have a cat called Poopy, or is that a no, fictional I a, construct? I have a cat called Ringo. Oh, so you just changed the cat's name. Uh, no, no, Ringo came along way later. Poopy's, oh, okay. Poopy's just a, you know, animated cat. I mean, he's real in that. Is Bugs Bunny real? I guess he's real in some way. Donald Duck is real. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Don't think there's any question about that. No. There you go. Well, look, Arch, um, I would very much recommend people, if you're in Edinburgh this coming week, um, go and see Arch at the assembly rooms. It's a genuinely funny, clever sort of life-affirming show, I thought. Oh, thanks. I came out of there and thought comedy is in good hands. You know what I mean? Oh, I appreciate it. Well, that means a lot. Yeah. Uh, th I'm flattered. Thank you. So please go see Arge Barker at the Assembly Rooms. Arge, it's been great talking to you. You too. Thanks uh, for having us on. Do you'll be go-go! Sex on Fire by the Kings of Leon. I don't like having to say the <laughs> S word. <laughs> they've, they've put, they're forcing me to say the S word, in, you know, on morning radio. I'll be kids at home oh, he's saying, to the, saying to their moms, oh, what's the, what is that? What does that mean, sex? And then that and gets why is complicated. It on fire? Yeah, and what, how did it get to be on fire, is it? Yeah. Who's nice, that Arge Barker? Nobody knows. Oh, God, yeah, he's nice. No one is questioning that. He's quite Com handsome. Comedians always are. No, they're not. No, they're not, actually. They're they awful, normally. No, that's not true. You two are exceptions. You two. They're not <laughs> comedians. They're just tax exiles. <laughs> so, uh, <clears throat> I tell you, I, um, I was at home in, in London mm -hmm. um, in the week, and because uh, my girlfriend's up in Edinburgh for the whole thing, I was home alone, as it oh. were. Yeah. And uh, I didn't do that screamy face that Macaulay Culkin did. <laughs> Well, he shouldn't have gone to Neverland in the first place. <gasps> anyway, Franklin. I um, Franklin. So, yeah. So I, 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 the house gets a little bit untidy if you're not careful when you're in on your own and being casual. So I thought I'll fill the dishwasher. <laughs> right, something I don't do that often. I'll be straight with you. Oh, mm. rock and roll. And I went around the house and I gathered every little bit of dirty cutlery and I, and I loaded it up and I put it on mm. and I had a burst of absolute massive excitement mm. the fact first of all I was so proud of myself that I'd gone and gathered the dirty crockery and stuff you know you feel like a job well done at the mm. end of it I actually with my hands went <laughs> <laughs> yes that's that put away thank you very much like a Disney character but the knowledge mm. that it was in that dishwasher cleaning mm. I found exhilarating mm. <laughs> you know the, the things in life that you don't you don't appreciate a lot of the time yeah. and suddenly it, it strikes you it was it was like 
Up here, I've noticed, up in Edinburgh, there's a couple of roads that are they're closed. They've actually got barriers. They're closed to traffic. They're proper roads, not mm. pedestrian areas, but proper roads that are just closed, I don't know, because of roadworks. And if I cross a road that's closed like that, so I know that I have the luxury of not having to attend to forthcoming traffic, I, I, I love it. little thrill I you could get. Cross, I was tempted to cross back and cross <laughs> over again. Just not having to check for traffic. What a bonus. Maybe that's what that drunk man was doing the other night. That's why he <laughs> fell over. Yeah, he seemed to be checking uh, the concrete. For <laughs> tra- I think he was trying to communicate with Arnie Sackmanson. <laughs> that's what I think. Um, you know what I get? I say Arnie Sackmanson. Google it. Yes, exactly. Um, okay. I get that fact, that domestic thrill. I get that, you know when you've got a grimy hob? <laughs> and... I, why are people laughing? It's not nothing weird with that. Isn't that that film with Johnny Depp? <laughs> with that sort of gothic... You know what I mean about hollow. the grimy hob, and there's all dirt on it, and, it, and I quite like letting it build up. Grimy hob is a sort of, like, a fictional town from a Noel Edmonds TV show. <laughs> oh, I was in the post office in grimy yeah, hob. This. Grimy hob. Yes, a grimy hob. But, you know, I quite like letting the dirt build up, oh. so that then I get the satisfaction of, you put all the cream on it, you put, like, the, uh, what is it called, that stuff, that product? I don't know if I'm allowed to say it. it. Yeah, Sif. Sif, it's called. Sif. Yeah. And then, and then you use a J-clop, and then it's clean. It's all, oh, I love that when it's sparkling. I've been putting cream on my sieve for years. <laughs> and as it cured, it's certainly not. Oh, my God. I'm terribly sorry, everyone. I, I seem to be picking up Emperor Roscoe in my right ear. <laughs> Can that be right? Yeah, it's, it's... But then again, there are domestic horrors. The worst mm. thing ever is the failed battery on the smoke alarm. Oh, I'm glad you said the smoke alarm. <laughs> I'll, tell you, I'll tell you what I can <laughs> There's nothing I hate worse than burning to death. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's up there. Let's put it that way. <laughs> but I find with the, sometimes, the, when it first goes, you know, it's sort of as... Oh, I see. No, when yeah. it first goes, I think it's my training shoe against the wooden floor. <laughs> <laughs> and I think... Oh, and then I think... And, and then you realise you don't have the years on. Yeah. And then I think, oh... It's, the, it's that thing. Oh, and it means you have to good. get up and chat and you can't, well, get, you the top, you can't done, get the top off the damn thing. Which I know is very responsible, but ages ago I wanted a fag and I couldn't have one because it kept going off. So I disabled it. I, mu- I must change that because that's very naughty, isn't it? Can I say, on the behalf yes, of I know. Radio, that disabling your <laughs> smoke alarms is a very, very bad idea. <laughs> I, love it. I love making things work when they didn't work before. I went around my mate's house and they had an extractor fan that they said, when you go in the bathroom, you have to keep the light off all the time because if you put the extractor fan on, it will stay on for an hour. Oh, and right. I was like, well, that can't be right. It must be on some sort of timer. So I got a screwdriver. You got a screwdriver? Got a screwdriver. You of all people. Me. I can't believe it. Yeah. I opened it up and I adjusted the timer on it so it went off after about <gasps> five minutes and I was the king of the world! <laughs> well, I'll, I'll get to our house. That's absolutely amazing. Well, look, um, I think that I don't think we can top that. No. Um, oh, we haven't got time. <laughs> no, we haven't got time. So the next week will be. I've got a frog in my throat now. Do I clear it or do I carry on to the end of this link and slowly, slowly dissolve into Lee Marvin doing I Was Born <laughs> Under a Wandering Star? I'm going to do that. I'm not going to clear it. It would be on sightly. If it can be on sightly on the radio. Answers on a post. Our, our last. That's this week. That's next week's phoning. Can you be on sightly on the radio? Our last show is. Uh, from live from I'm just reading my notes here as if it's a full sentence yeah next week will be our last live show from Edinburgh our guest will be the fabulous Sarah Millican oh I love her oh we all love her 
and um, and also you'll be able to download not the weekend podcast um, this Wednesday, which is a chunk of completely new and original material, nothing to do with this show. Which is on uh, the uh, is it iTunes. It's on Daisy. Yes. Yes, and it's on. And obviously the absolute website, but I shouldn't imagine too many people seek it there. <laughs> I mean, you know, <laughs> for goodness' sake, it's going to be pictures of <laughs> razor light. <laughs> I mean, come on. Get the over it. Light of ever so good. And they are. They're really, really... They're oh, is it that time already? So, anyway, um, thank you very much, and uh, good day to you. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio.